Hello and welcome. Empowerment for all. Once again, welcome, welcome, welcome to Empowerment for All. I am your host and creator, Yolanda McTeer. You all know I haven't actually done a live segment in a while, but I'm always stopping by, giving an encouraging word, and being navigated and directed per God's instruction to me. But I've had this podcast, oh my goodness, well over 10 years. Uh, Let me recall quickly here, 2011. Oh my gosh. Yeah, 10 years. Uh, So God is good. He's faithful. He's honorable. I just recently logged in um, to another outlet for my podcast. Shout out to all my listeners in France. I even got a couple of listeners in the United Kingdom, Canada, Italy. I'm so grateful. God is so good. Oftentimes people will try to prematurely judge you because of what they don't see. You don't need to see everything. God moves the way he needs to move. Because when you trust him and your feet are planted in his kingdom, he will cover you, keep you, carry you and make the way for you. So stop looking for numbers. Stop looking for a celebrity stage platform. God elevates in his kingdom. You already stand on a platform if you're a believer in God. You're on the highest platform you can go to, which is the ultimate king of the world. Today's message I'm going to speak to you about briefly. Apartment management companies. Apartment management companies where you have endured racism, discrimination, unjustly treated, and just downright dogged out. Yes, it's happened to me, and this will help many of you. You all know I love to sit outside if I can find me a shade area. So if you hear traffic, I'm outside. And it's actually not too hot. It's very, I got a good breeze where I'm at. It's a beautiful breeze. Thank you, Lord. So I'm going to get right into this because I don't like to keep my podcast too long because a lot of times people don't want to listen when, when you've gone too long. And oftentimes we've gone past God. He wants us to give a message, not a book in a podcast. When you go into an apartment complex to rent an apartment, first and foremost, we all know, what do we do? We tour the property. The leasing agent, he or she will show you the property, show you the layout, show you a model, show you the swimming pool, show you the gym, Anything else that they're offering show you, you know, how things are disposed of uh, as far as trash and give you all the perks and whistles and bells. It's fine. And they tell you, oh, you just need to make three times the rent. And they tell you to go online, fill out the application. We look forward to having you as a resident. Mm -hmm. So you do all of that. You qualify for the apartment. You get your keys. You move in. Anything you need, we're here for you. This is from the leasing uh, office uh, representative or the leasing office manager. This is what they tell you. Okay. Now, you, if you're like me, you don't really socialize too much because I don't like 
fake people. So I don't socialize with a lot of people, especially strangers. We live in times now, people smiling with you are not walking with you. Oftentimes people are just trying to find out your business to use it against you if they think they have something. Uh, but nevertheless, moving forward, I think a quiet person is always a peaceful person. And that's how I am anywhere God has led me to live in, which has been many, many different states in my lifetime. And you, people will always tell you something because God has allowed them to tell you. Because that's for your advantage, not your disadvantage. So you hear people talking or you come across someone, you have a conversation in detail and they may tell you something to this effect. Well, you know, I've been living here for X, Y, Z and honey, you know, I've been getting assistance and I've been getting my rent paid and this and that, this and that, this and that. And yeah, you know, I was three months behind, but they work with me. And yeah, you know, they didn't even put me out and they let me uh, make rent in partial payments or whatever the story is. But that person sharing that information with you is not of the same nationality that you are. For those of you who don't know me, I am a mixed woman. I'm Caucasian, Afro-American, Cherokee Indian. But when people see me, the world constitutes me, of course, as a black woman. It is what it is. Black or brown, however you title it, don't matter. But moving forward, my experiences, okay, which will help you. My testimony, which will help you. Especially when the pandemic hit. That was a very trying time for me because I had went through a battle. God still had God still had not given me the victory in the war of leaving a former employer, which I had made videos about that I had endured, endured harassment, discrimination, bullying for two years and six months. And right after that ended the end of January, we, we went right into the pandemic, March 2020. So it was like a boomerang, boom, boom. I was like, God, what the heck here, you know? And I had not acquired a new job yet. And I said, God, you know, what am I going to do? I've got, you know, at the time I was living in a very exclusive, very, very exclusive um, apartment high rise. And I said, God, what am I going to do? You know, I am not married, you know, a single woman. I'm unemployed. Pandemic, of course, you know, there had been no distribution or initiation of any type of government assistance that was going to be given to people being unemployed. The systems were crashing. People were trying to apply, which were in millions. And it was just pretty much a mess. And that was one of the confirmations that God allowed me to remind myself, have I ever left you? Have I ever forsaken you? Continue to pray and trust in me. I will carry you, keep you and make a way for you. So, of course, oh, you know, I'm going to be the honorable person. I'm going to go to the leasing office and talk to the manager. Hey, you know, I'm unemployed. The pandemic is hit. You know, we've got um, April's rent coming up and I, you know, I really don't know, but I want to give you a heads up. Oh, sure. Yolanda, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, you know, let us know. We'll work with you. <laughs> work with me, hell. Let me tell you what they did. Of course, with the pandemic, we really couldn't go outside. So in my building, people were constantly coming down 
in the lobby area, going to the store, catching Uber, unloading their packages, you know, carrying groceries on the elevator. You see people in the parking uh, garage. You see people in the elevators. You see people in the concierge area. You see people in the lobby. You see people outside and everybody was just in a disarray because many people like myself had lost their jobs and there was no assistance. So everybody was like panicking and business, business owners that lived in my building too were in a frenzy because there were no customers. They could not pay their rent. It was just a disaster. We all know that. So in the midst of me learning how to listen and not talk, listen and not talk. Hear me clearly. Oftentimes we need to listen and not talk. So I began to listen to people as they were talking to me or if I was standing nearby and they were talking to someone else and I overheard the conversation. Now remind you, all these people were of different ethnicities than myself, okay? They were sharing how nice and how kind and how flexible the leasing office managers, which were two at the time, were told them, don't worry about it. Pay what they can toward their rent. They understood it's the pandemic. They're not going to be evicted. OK, remind you, once again, I was told that, too. But as a few months progressed forward, the conversations got stronger. Oh, I only pay, you know. X, I ain't paid nothing. Oh, I, they told me don't worry about it. It's the pandemic. She just ride it out. Pay what you can. We're not going to evict you. Well, that didn't happen for me. The black woman, me, they start sending me notices. They start calling my phone. I mean, it got so bad. They were darn near harassing me. Uh, we just want to know. These were the managers, the same managers that told me, oh, we'll work with you. And the same managers that were letting these people who were not of uh, a black nationality uh, slide by and, and be okay and be comfortable. Okay. Uh, we, we just need to know when, when are you, when are you going to be able to uh, pay your rent in full? Because, um, you know, it's, you know, unfortunately we hate to do this, but you know, we're going to need some type of payment or we will have to, um, go ahead and, you know, ask you to leave or, you know, go ahead and, and, uh, start the eviction process and remind you, I'm looking at the phone, I'm looking at the emails and I'm, I'm like, well, what about my other neighbors who are not getting this type of information? Of course, I didn't say anything because it really don't matter. I mean, my neighbors have no control over what they're told. It is what it is. So, I mean, everybody, this went on. I mean, it, it got to a point. It was just damn near harassment. They harassed me like nothing before. Now, here's the catcher. They went to the extent Remind you, it's a pandemic. Everybody's on lockdown. The government was not evicting anybody because the courts were not even open. And if you all remember, each state was pushing it forward each month of no evictions. So I'm laughing to myself saying, do you think that I'm a sucker and I'm going to go out here and live on the corner and live on the street? And it's a government mandate that you cannot put me out and... There's no courts open that can process an eviction. This is what I'm saying to myself. So I started laughing. I was like, Lord, fix it, Lord. I'm still in your, I'm still in your hands. I'm, your hands is still on my life, in my life. You've never failed me. You have never left me. I trust you to make a way, Father. I trust you to make a way. I trust you to make a way. Okay, so here we are, you all. I had got to about 
By this time, once again, you know, things were still so crazy because it was billions. Let's, let's surpass it. It wasn't millions. It was billions of people worldwide who were seeking assistance, who were, had lost their job or their businesses had went out of business. It was a mess. The world was in a mess. So I said, well, Lord, these people keep harassing me. I mean, this, this is not once a week. This is almost every other day. So. Then I started getting notices on my door. Oh, you, you know, you need to go ahead and vacate. This is what you owe. This is what you owe. This is what you owe. Okay, well, if I live here, I know what I owe. Okay? I've been paying rent uh, every, every month, so I know what I owe. Hello? So moving forward, I said, Lord, I said, this is what you call a downright spiritual attack. Because not only of my skin color, they dislike because when I went in that office initially, everyone, I told them I'm a woman of faith. Because the, the managers asked me, well, you know, we've been asking everybody, what are you going to do? And I just told them I'm a woman of faith. I trust God. If he brought us to this, he will get us through this. Oh, we love that. Yeah, God is good and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it didn't matter God was good or not or whatever the case was because they wanted me, the black woman, to get out of the damn building. Now, here we are. Many of you are going to say, well, wait a minute. I'm sure it's other black people in the building where you lived. Were they doing that to them or what was the case? Yes, they were. I was getting to that. So I began to talk with many other nationalities, same as myself, black men and women. I said, listen, I said, have you all been approached by the leasing office managers telling you you need to get out? They were like, hell yeah. And some of them were really scared because when you don't know God, you live in fear, which is false evidence appearing real. So they start packing up, moving out, you know, right away, you know, saying they were going to live with relatives. Well, that wasn't the case for me because I didn't have relatives to go live with. It just it just it is what it is. And I said, this is a doggone shame. And they said to me also as well, they said they had been talking to other nationalities that were not black in the building and they were told the same thing. They're, they told us, you know. Uh, they told them, excuse me, that they would work with them, pay what they could or whatever the case was or pay whenever they can. But they were never asked to leave, never put, never any notices put on their door. Wow. To me, that sounds like straight racism and discrimination. If your skin was black, they wanted you to get the hell out their property. So, and they were a new management company. The original management company when I first moved in almost literally left about two weeks after I moved in. And I remember one of the new leasing consultants, it was a gentleman, and he saw me getting off the elevator. And let me tell you this, people, a lot of times you don't have to say anything. Your face expression says everything. He looked at me like the epitome of death, like, how dare you? How dare you? And I saw the papers in his hand and I saw the couple that he was showing the property. And I said hello to the couple. I said, are you out touring the property? And I did this purposely. They said, yes. I said, oh, I said, sir, I'm sorry. I said, you must be a new leasing consultant here on the property. I haven't met you. <sighs> yes. We have to go now. We have things to do. I'm quite busy. Oh, wow. Okay. Have a great day. Stay encouraged. Once again, the couple that was touring was not a black couple. He was very nice because I watched him as they were walking and listening to him talk. He was very kind and professional. But to me, it was like, ah, poof, be gone. So moving forward, miraculously, 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 
by the, let me get my numbers straight. By the fifth month, God showed up with a miracle. God showed up with a miracle. God showed up with a miracle. And we were still in the pandemic because everybody knows the pandemic went on from March, I think it's a win, you all, like December, March 2020 to December, if not January, as far as not really being able to go outside and things like that. We know things began to lift, I think around November or December, people started to get out. But as far as the whole, you know, just being comfortable to really go back outside, I think went well into what, 2021? I can't recall, but nevertheless, we were still in the midst of the government continuously saying no evictions, no evictions by the fifth month when God came through and supplied the miracle for me. But let me tell you, when God supplies a miracle for you, oftentimes you have to be wise. Don't let fear, false evidence appearing real intimidate you where you go give away your blessings to evilness that still don't care nothing about you. Hear me clearly. We have to be wise when God gives us a blessing because God will show you it is time for you to go because you're not welcomed here no more. So because God has showed me these people's true colors and their heart and mindset of how they felt about me being a tenant in their building with my black skin, I used my blessing wisely. That's all I'm going to say. I use my blessing wisely. And yes, I departed out of that building, out of that building, but never lacked, never had to go without. And God moved me right into an even better place to stay in a whole nother state. Come on, somebody, won't he do it? Come on, somebody, won't he do it? Come on, somebody, won't he do it? And they had went to the extent that I found out that my neighbor who stayed about four doors down from me on the same floor, they had moved. One of the managers had a relative move in to the empty apartment next to me. And that relative was told to intentionally and I hear me clearly intentionally. When I tell you this neighbor was the neighbor from the pits of hell, she slammed doors as if I was. 20 miles away and still could hear it. That's how horrible she was. She would, she intentionally was told slam doors, make noise, talk loud to interrupt me and make me feel uncomfortable so I could move. Now, the reason why my neighbor told me this, who lived four doors down, because quote unquote, she thought he was cool with her. <laughs> God will always bring to you what you need to hear when you need to hear it. So, I quietly, humbly did not say one word. When God gave me the clearance to move and knew I had to move, I packed my things and God allowed me. Let me tell you how good God is, everybody. When I went to get my boxes, remind you, you're on camera. Very high rise. I mean, high rise, high, well secured and everything. Cameras everywhere. God allowed me that the days that I was bringing my boxes in to move, the concierge wasn't even sitting at the desk. They had to go take care of an emergency or whatever the case was. So nobody ever saw me bringing in the boxes. Yeah, they probably viewed the tapes after I left, but you know, managers are not viewing the tapes. They're letting the concierge do that. They ain't got time for that. 
and they'll view it if they need to. But just sitting there in their office viewing cameras, no, that's what they put concierge there for to do. So once again, it took me like, it took me about two, three trips. But each time I remember, I would walk to the concierge desk when I came in with my boxes and nobody was sitting there. Won't God cover you? So I was able to successfully get my boxes in my apartment and pack everything up and had everything neatly packed, ready to go. And when my movers came that day before, or no, two days before, I remember asking the concierge because we had to reserve the freight elevator. I said, I need to reserve the freight elevator. And she said, well, I need to um, check with the leasing office because I guess they were trying to, you know, control and see who was moving in and who was moving out because people were just abruptly leaving without telling them due to the fear that they were putting in people because of the pandemic. If you don't get out, we're going to put you out. So <laughs> the, <laughs> the new leasing representative, the managers wouldn't call me. The new leasing representative called me and said, okay, Miss McTeer, you need to reserve the freight elevator. We heard that you're moving. I said, that's absolutely correct. What day are you moving? So I, I told them, and, I, and this is how I played it. Strategy over competition. I said, I'm not really sure. I said, but let's go ahead and reserve it. I can't give you an exact time, but let's reserve it between these hours and then we'll see. I said, because I'm really trying to, uh, you know, hopefully everything works out is how I left it. But I already had reserved the U-Haul and everything. I wasn't giving them heads up, none of their business. You disrespected me. You deliberately moved someone in to make my stay there inconvenient. You deliberately uh, harassed me. You deliberately lied to me and you intentionally wanted me to get out of your building because of my skin color. So the day, <laughs> the day of my move, I always pick up my U-Haul hours before my movers come. So therefore, if there's any holdups or there's a line at U-Haul, my movers are not sitting there charging me because I'm not available with what they need, which is the U-Haul. Let me pause for a minute. Here comes the fire truck. hope everyone's okay so I'm bagging in the U-Haul hmm. let me tell you how good God is so the movers were on time we got everything we start moving everything so one of the managers now I'll remind you the way the moving area was was totally out of the way for you to get on the elevators or you to come into the building from the parking garage she intentionally intentionally went out of her way and she didn't know I guess at this time that we were coming down and loading up some stuff so of course our eyes met and I lie to you not once again you all her eyes met me with the eyes of death like how dare you bitch how dare you and the reason why I say that to you because in my heart the way they were consistently attacking me telling me to get out they successfully wanted to evict me. They did not want me to successfully move out of there. They wanted the glory to evict me, but God wasn't going to let it happen that way. So let me tell you what they did. So I felt in my spirit, I told my movers, I said, let's not leave this U-Haul open. So every time we would load up, we would lock it. I said, cause I don't trust these people. I said, and trust me, if anything is missing, ain't nobody going to know nothing. So every time we would load up, we would lock the U-Haul, go back up, get some stuff, come back down. So about the third time, we came back down, I noticed, hear me clearly, I noticed the passenger side of the U-Haul window 
They had smashed it. <laughs> so I guess they felt like, oh, we're going to make her pay one way or another, one way or another. But here is the sad part about it. I took insurance out on the U-Haul, so it's not going to cost me a penny. Boom. So anyway, people, we are coming up on 23 minutes. I'm going to wind it down. But that's my testimony. So God successfully, once again, moved me out of that apartment complex, moved me to a whole nother city and state that in prayer, he told me, this is where I need for you to go. I got some work for you I need to do here and you're going to be fine. And everything went well. So my message to you is once again, if you move into an apartment complex and you face racism or discrimination, do not, do not. Do not trust in them, trust in God, stay in prayer. He has you, he has you covered and he will make a way for you, provide for you and make them look at you as if they are still in awe of how God blessed you. Thank you for listening to this segment of Empowerment for All. We are now in August of 2022. For those of you who continuously support, glory to you, praises to you and thanks to you. Order my book, The Tragic Times of a Woman, Barnes and Nobles, Walmart. God has added me to Walmart's uh, online. I'm so happy. Thank you, Lord. And many other outlets. My T-shirts. Now we have face masks, tank tops, T-shirts for women, men, and children in short sleeve, long sleeves, organic or regular tote bags. It's in my bio on my social media pages at Sassy Elite Me Instagram. Twitter at Y McTeer. I really don't do Facebook, but into the next segment, which more live segments will, are going to come. We're back in that season. God has instructed me more live segments to come. Empowerment for all. I'm praying for you. Stay focused. Keep God first and be blessed. Have a wonderful day.